Reassessing the Sun Belt, it's Locked On Sun Belt. You are Locked On Sun Belt, your daily podcast on the Sun Belt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back to another edition of Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Today's episode brought to you by eBay Motors. A championship team is all about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. So for parts that fit, head to eBay Motors and look for the green check. Stay in the game with eBay Guaranteed Fit. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Guaranteed Fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Uh, we are almost, I think we may be at over, are we at uh, 700? Well, we're past 700. You guys are the best. You know, maybe quickly approaching uh, 710. Uh, really appreciate it. Could be 730 by the time we uh, we get to the ball games this week. So, yeah, about 708 subscribers. So that's great. That's heading into uh, into Wednesday. So really appreciate that. Also, don't forget about uh, downloading the audio podcast. You know, you can listen to it in the car while you're driving. Uh, much easier that way. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast from, just search Lockdown Sunbelt and, and get it one of those two places. But those seem to be the most prevalent. And also don't forget to rate and review if you're getting it on uh, Apple Podcasts. All right. I wanted to, before we go into uh, week five early preview, I wanted to reassess of the Sun Belt, if you will. Remember the, you know, perception and reality segments that we did? Well, we've had reality now. We are, sad to say, 30% into the season. In fact, 33% of the season. We've already had week four. Week five is coming up here, and we're still in September. You know, one-third of the season is done. It's not early anymore. We kind of know who these teams are. At least who we think they are. We could have perception reality thing, right? The team that I am most shocked about is still South Alabama. I don't get it. I don't get it. Now they are banged up. They've had a couple of injuries, so that's a thing, but they just haven't played very well and certainly not consistent. They didn't play very well against Tulane except for about 15 minutes. They played well in the second half against Southeastern. Okay. They played pretty well, obviously against Oklahoma state, but Oklahoma state may not be that good. And then, they got out to a great lead against Central Michigan and then let that slip away and then took the lead on Central Michigan and gave it away because of a 15-yard penalty. And now they're going to JMU. Good luck. I was wondering, why is this team set the over-under 7.5? I got it at 8, unfortunately. <laughs> they got to win 9 for me to win. I took the over. Didn't understand why. Everybody was like, someone knows something that I don't. But they don't lose. I, I said anything less than 10 wins was going to be a disappointing season. They lose this one, the best they can do is nine. And they still got to go to Troy. And they still have to host the Cajuns. It, it's going to be a long season for South Alabama if they don't fix something and fix it fast. Uh, this will be a good week to do it uh, at JMU. Uh, that is going to be a tough, tough ball game. So that's one of those assessments that what happened to them? I don't know. But, you know, so we had, we had, you know, four teams in each a division, right? In the East, it was uh, JMU was one by the preseason picks. JMU was one, App State two. Coastal was three. 
which I said was disrespectful because of Grace McCall. And Marshall was four, all right? In the West, Troy was one, South Alabama two. I think the Cajuns were three and Southern Miss four. All right. So starting in the East, James Madison 4-0. They were picked to win it. They've won a couple of close ball games, right? They just got past Utah State. They just got past Troy. They just got past Virginia. They've had a couple of win and move ons. Pretty good. You know, they have been in some tight ball games so far. How about Georgia State 4-0? First time ever. They've never been 3-0. Now they're 4-0. We're going to find out about Georgia State the next couple of weeks, right? This team could be anywhere from uh, 6-0, 5-1, or 4-2. Can you imagine if they are? And then I think they come to Lafayette. They get Troy Marshall and the Cajuns, and then Georgia Southern. Oh, what a a four-week stretch for Arkansas State. Oh, man, that's tough. All right. But they're pretty good. They're pretty good so far. All right. So we're, you know, they were undervalued heading into the season. All right. Uh, Marshall doing it a little bit differently than we had expected, right? They've had to come from behind twice. They're behind Albany in a ball game with East Carolina, actually behind, and they pulled away against West, uh, against Virginia Tech. No, against West Virginia. Sorry. No. Now I'm, now I confuse myself. <laughs> it is Virginia Tech. <laughs> uh, they hung on to win that one. All right. But usually it's defense, although in the uh, Virginia Tech game, it was defense. Um, they've had a little bit more offense. All right. And Cam Fancher is now, what, nine and one as a starter? That's pretty good. It may not be the prettiest thing, but he's nine and one as a starter. Who cares? So Marshall is kind of right where we thought they would be, all right? And everybody else thought they would be there. Georgia Southern is probably better. Georgia Southern's only loss is three and one. They did a good job of coming back. Davis Brin had a good ball game after having a, you know, a historical performance. Six turnovers in one ball game, five interceptions. I know the I know the t- pass, passes were tipped, whatever the case may be. Doesn't change the fact there are five interceptions. So maybe they weren't all his fault. Too many interceptions. Uh, but Georgia Southern may be better than we thought, thought than we thought they were. All right. Um, App State, a disappointing loss to Wyoming. They're probably better than Wyoming. They had a two-touchdown lead in the fourth quarter. You don't give those away too often. And if that ball game is in lovely Boone, North Carolina, App State probably wins. So we'll so don't don't look at that loss as, oh no, App State's no good. That's a different kind of loss. I I think they're fine. Coastal Carolina, I don't. I think Coastal Carolina looks like just like another college football team. They were very dangerous offensively with Jamie Chadwell and Grayson McCall. And now they just look like a normal football team that is much easier to defend. And it probably doesn't screw you up for a couple of weeks because you had to practice one way when you're playing them. And now you don't. You practice like they're every other team. And they're not as good as they were when they were running that offense. So Coastal is the team that if we're reassessing, isn't as good as we thought they were. We'll see where they go, but they weren't as good. Uh, all right, to the West, quickly. Uh, to the West as we are reassessing. Reassessing uh, the Sun Belt on Lockdown Sun Belt. So in the West, Texas State is by far the biggest surprise. 
I mean, G.J. Kinney came in here, very boastful. We're going to light up the scoreboard, and they have. All right. Uh, their only loss is to UTSA. Take that for what it is, because UTSA was playing with their quarterback, Frank Harris, and they haven't the last couple of weeks, so they, they've struggled when they haven't had him. Uh, but Texas State beats Baylor, loses to UTSA, hammers Jackson State, and down 17 nothing at half, beats Nevada by, what, 35-24. Pretty good. We're going to find out about Texas State. They're going to Hattiesburg. Hattiesburg. Southern Miss is going to be a little bit desperate. All right, we'll see if they can play with some passion. Uh, and then they're coming to Lafayette to take on the Cajuns. Cajuns are better than I thought they were. All right, I really didn't have any idea what to expect from UL. And they have gotten better almost each and every game. That offensive line has gotten better from the Northwestern State game to the Old Dominion game to the UAB game and then to the Buffalo game. And they keep getting better. And now we're having a feeling out with, you know, Mike Desimo and Zeon Chris. What's he good at? What's he not good at? The defensive line has gotten better. Do they lead the nation in sacks? Does UL lead the nation in sacks with like 18? They lead the nation in sacks. And they're getting better. Uh, I think they're going to have, I think they're going to beat Minnesota. I, I do. I think they're going to beat Minnesota. I think Minnesota's that good. They're an average Big Ten team. They, they gave up 21 points to the Northwestern uh, last week. They are good defensively, and they're going to need it. All right. Minnesota, by the way, hasn't covered. They're 0-4. It was an 11-point spread. It got up to 12-and-a-half. Should have jumped on it then. And now it's back down to 11, at least on Tuesday night. So it may change when we wake up on Wednesday. But I think the Cajuns are better. All right. And even if they – and I'm actually more worried about Texas State than I am Minnesota. The only thing I'm not worried about – I don't think Texas State's defense is, is – all that great so it'll be that could be another high scoring affair uh in lafayette which is now going to be on national tv the time is going to be determined by what happened saturday so that'll be in a couple weeks uh that'll be on espn2 or espnu all right so the more that if um the cajuns win that has a chance to be on espn2 against uh texas state in a couple of weeks all right so uh Texas State is the best. Cajuns are better than I thought. Troy is coming around. That's been a little bit of a process, right? The defense has gotten better uh, as the season has gone on. All right, replacing the NCAA's all-time tackle leader, Carlton Marshall, is much easier said than done. So the defense is working together. We've we talked about South Alabama. Monroe was off last week, so they've only played three ball games, but they were two and zero for the first time in uh, five years since 2018. And, you know, they got beat bad by AM, but that's expected. All right. Arkansas State, have they turned a corner? Have the Red Wolves, did they find the corner? Two weeks ago, forget about that. Forget about seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. They weren't even in the tunnel. They had given up. They were outscored 110 to three. And one of those teams was Memphis. It's one thing when it's Oklahoma, another team was Memphis. But now all of a sudden, they beat Stony Brook as they should have an FCF squad. And they put up 44 against what is supposed to be a tough Southern Miss squad, at least defensively, and then it wasn't. So Arkansas State, we'll see. They're going to UMass. That's not going to be an easy ball game. UMass only, I think we saw one and three, but they've lost their last two ball games uh, by like four or five points combined. So don't take that record. They very easily could have won those games. All right. But maybe Arkansas State, what I'm saying is don't take UMass for granted because they are one and three. Um, 
And on the negative side in the West, unfortunately, our fighting Will Halls are struggling. You know, we we kind of thought because they were uh, playing a tougher schedule this year, you know, with Florida State on it, Tulane on it, um, it was going to be an issue. Just not take a step backwards. They've taken a little bit of step backwards. 44-37 at Arkansas State is not a good look for Southern Miss. So we'll see. They're getting Texas State. They better figure out that defense in Hattiesburg because that could get ugly fast because he will not step off of the gas pedal. Uh, all right, let's take a timeout. When we'll come back, we will preview more. Of, well, we'll preview week five, not more of it. We'll preview uh, week five as uh, we have some really good ball games. Already did kind of uh, the UL ball game against Minnesota. Uh, but we are looking forward. Um, we're looking forward uh, to that ball game. All right. Do you love the convenience of getting what you want right to your door? With DoorDash Grocery Delivery, you can stock up for the week or order last-minute cravings conveniently. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your economy, your local economy with each and every order. You've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites. Now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers too. You'll get exactly what you ordered or we'll make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like the, just like you pick them yourself. Want even more value? You can save on all your grocery and restaurant favorites with a zero delivery fee on all eligible orders with a Dash Pass membership. With easy, easy substitutions right in the app and best-in-class customer service, DoorDash delivers groceries exactly how you want it. Get 50% off your DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE at checkout. Limited time offer and terms apply. That's 50% up, up to $20, no minimum subtotal, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. Don't forget, that's code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for 50% off your first order with door march madness is right around the corner if you want to win your office pool you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the locked on college basketball podcast every monday andy Patton and isaac shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball keep you up to date on the ncaa tournament bubble and get you ready for the upcoming week of games from the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Dash. All right, Dave Schultz, Locked On College. Your team every day. I like the reassessment thing. We could reassess it again come the end of October. We're going to know things very quickly here, though. Uh, moving forward over the next uh, couple of weeks. I mean, again, what happens if the Cajuns are like five and one? That means they've beaten Minnesota and they've beaten Texas State. Are they getting close to ranked? They got one seven-point loss on the road that ended on the seven-yard line. Voters aren't going to know that. So, again, you got Minnesota. I don't think Minnesota's very good. I just don't. I, they beat Nebraska 13-10. to 10. We saw what Colorado did. They they did okay with Eastern Michigan, twenty five to six. They weren't very impressive against Carolina, thirty one thirteen, and they blew a big lead to Northwestern, thirty seven thirty four. So they'll be pumped, they'll be raring to go, and they're more used to playing eleven a.m. games than the Cajuns are. I'm not so sure how many times the Cajuns have played so early. 
because Iowa State early, Boise State was early here at home. Uh, I'm not sure how many times they've played that early. Big Ten teams, ACC teams used to play 11 a.m. Sometimes SEC teams, right? They don't like playing that, but they do mostly for TV. And this will be on the Big Ten Network. So Minnesota is taking on the Cajuns. I'm going to put some on the money line. I think the Cajuns are going to win the actual game. All right. It's a pretty good money line. They are favored by Minnesota is favored by 11. All right. I I don't want to say this is going to save their season, but maybe it turns it around. Uh, The line has gone down, though. This was a five and a half point line. James Madison favored. Now it's only down to three. Again, I don't know what's in. I don't know what's gotten into South Alabama. All right. I just I do not know. Are we going to find out after the season there were issues in the locker room? I don't know. I don't think Carter Bradley has taken that next step to where I was hoping he would be. He seems like the same guy he was last year. He's very talented, got an NFL arm, but I was hoping there'd be a little bit more touch. Uh, and it's just not, it, it hasn't, it hasn't taken over like it should have. All right. You can see stretches when he played well in, against Tulane, obviously a big second half against Southeastern incredible ball game. Although a lot was on the ground against Oklahoma state and did it and did do a good job to down two scores uh, to Central Michigan, bringing him back to take the lead. So the loss isn't necessarily on him, but, you know, what happened in between taking a 14 nothing lead and coming back and, you know, overcoming a two-score deficit. You know, you got a score in the middle there, and they did not. So this is a big ball game for South Alabama. They very easily could find themselves two and three uh, following this ball game. James Madison is good, though they do have. We had three close wins off the top of my head. Where's the fourth one? Um, Bucknell was 38 to three, and that's when they changed quarterbacks. All right, that's FCS. All right, uh, Arkansas State and Massachusetts. We mentioned this, so Massachusetts is actually one and four. They did beat New Mexico State for like their first road FBS victory in forever. They got hammered by Auburn. They lost to Miami of Ohio 41 28. But again, their last two ball games is a 19 to 17 loss to Eastern Michigan and a three point loss to New Mexico. Uh, the New Mexico game was at home. So again, They've lost the last two ball games by five. Don't take them for granted if you're Arkansas State. That is a uh, UMass is favored by one a point. All right. Uh, you do have ODU and Marshall. I think ODU is going to find themselves on the short end of the stick in this one. Marshall seems to be coming uh, together. All right. Rasheen Ali seems good. Need to, um, someone did tell me in the, uh, in the comments and I appreciate it. I actually was watching the Marshall game in the, in the YouTube four space. Uh, I had that on, I had the Troy game on, but I had the Syracuse game on. I was watching the Clemson game. So, you know, we had a lot of ball games on at the same time. I did not see, uh, someone mentioned one of the uh, Fancher interceptions was basically a punt, which, okay, that works, right? And, you know, you throw something over 40 yards downfield, uh, and you don't get much of a return, then it works as a punt on what third and long. So uh, copy that. Uh, but uh, you'd still like to see a little bit less of that. And we'll see what, you know, Owen Porter is doing against that old Dominion front, which has, you know, been struggling. All right. They have, I think they've given up the most sacks in the country. And, uh, you know, Grant Wilson, uh, you know, got off to that such a great start against the Cajuns. Seven touchdowns, now five interceptions. Yeesh. All right, uh, we do have four more games to go in week five, but we will do that after this. Let's take a timeout. And let me tell you about Jace Medical once I find the logo. Oh, there we go. How about that?
Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you peace of mind so they are not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have the medication in hand. Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from the online evaluations to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Don't get caught unprepared. Get $20 off these life-saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using my code LOCKEDON at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. All right, Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Let's uh, continue to uh, do early previews of a week a three. Oh, I don't know why I'm saying week three. Week five. Um Moving forward. All right, here you go. Here's Georgia State. They're getting Troy. We're going to find out a lot about both these teams, right? Troy's in a tough spot because if they lose, just like South Alabama, all of a sudden Troy is not only 2-3 and three overall, but they're 0-2 in the, in, the, uh, in the conference. Georgia State 4-0. They have the one win over Coastal Carolina. Uh, this is going to be Troy's defense against Georgia State's offense. Darren Granger. Uh, is it Marcus Cannon? Uh, Mar- Marcus Carroll, sorry, excuse me. All right, yes, very good running back. Uh, Marcus Carroll, and you got, I mean, this is, you got Gunnar Watson versus Granger, Kamani Vidal versus uh, Marcus Carroll. Uh, it's going to it's gonna be a great ball game. Um, that is on Saturday on uh, the Plus, all right? we do, I, I should mention, going back, we do have some games on national TV. I, I forgot to mention that. We, I think I mentioned Louisiana and Minnesota on the Big Ten Network. Uh, South Alabama and James Madison on ESPNU. Pretty good. Um, both those games are at 11 o'clock. How am I going to watch James Madison, South Alabama, Minnesota, and Louisiana, and Syracuse and Clemson? I got an issue. <laughs> Uh, also coastal Carolina and Georgia Southern are on the NFL network. So, so three games on national TV, if you will. Okay. Uh, again, Georgia state and Troy, it's going to be a great football game. Georgia state has an absolute shot to make a, you know, conference, you know, statement kind of victory. If they can take care of Troy at home. All right. Troy wants to turn keeps on wanting to turn their season around. They had a tough loss against JMU at home, hung on against uh, Western Kentucky at home, and now they're going on the road to take on Georgia State. All right. Southern Miss in a tough spot hosting Texas State. We've talked about this. It just has not gone the way people thought it was going to go for Southern Miss. For that fact of the matter, I'm not sure it's gone the way that people thought it was going to go for Texas State, but it's gone in the opposite direction. It's gone very well. All right. Texas State is is a couple of plays away from being 4-0 themselves. Had a chance to beat uh, UTSA and, and suffered a tough loss. TJ Finley has been outstanding. Eight touchdowns, one interception. The Southern Miss offense has been a little bit sputtering, although it did put up 37 points against Arkansas State. And then the defense disappeared uh, after they had tied the ball game up. So uh, tough spot for Southern Miss. We'll find out about Texas State on of the road. They've beaten Baylor on the road. They've lost to UTSA on the road. We'll see how they do at the Rock uh, on Saturday in Hattiesburg. All right. And then you have Monroe. Monroe's been uh, off. They host App State. Not the easiest place to play. It just hasn't. 
It's a tough place to play, playing 7 o'clock on Saturday night uh, up in Monroe. We'll see if uh, Terry Bowden has his guys ready to go against uh, Joy Aguilar and App State. Wondering if we're going to get an update. Need to look if there's an update on Ryan Berger um, and his assessment, right? He got hurt and he was out four to six weeks. Well, we're at week five. <laughs> so we shall see uh, where he is. Maybe we'll work on that for the rest of the week. All right, so that is uh, the early week three preview. Maybe we'll go a little bit more in depth on those games as we get uh, closer to it. Uh, again, thank you so much for continuing to subscribe to today's episode a little bit on the late side. I do apologize, uh, but it got in eventually, and really, that's all that matters. All right. Also, again, please tell people about YouTube. If you see it on social media, please like it. Please share it. It's a big help. And again, you can download it in your audio podcast, uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, uh, and uh, wherever you get your, your podcast from. But if it is Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. All right. Again, thanks so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Dave Schultz, and you've been listening to and watching Locked on Sunbelt, your team every day.